Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining us today on the Hear Me Out podcast. I'm so excited that you guys decided to listen in today, and I hope you guys enjoy what my guest has to say. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hear Me Out podcast. I'm your host, Lee Evans. Today, Emma has something to say. Do you have anything to say? No, I'm just so happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. (laughs) She just did the... The Nobody can see us, so it doesn't make sense. But the Hunger Games symbol. But... I know we are. We're gonna be like, why? What happened? Um, but today we're gonna be reading from. Oh, uh, there's a lot of people in here. Me, Lucia, Mady, Abigail, Emma, Eden, Ellie, Addison, um, Kaylee. I don't know why your mind drew from my blank. And then Charlie. Um, and so yeah, we have some people that haven't been here yet this week. So, yeah, Lucia did. We're going to read John chapter 11, but Lucia's going to give us a little um, intro. Yeah. Um, so I'm using my notes from Sunday. Our pastor talked about this at church Sunday morning. Um, so the whole, like, chapter 11, it's the beginning of Holy Week, which is, it starts on Palm Sunday, and it's the, like, week before Jesus was crucified. Um, so it starts with, like, Jesus coming... Jesus is in Bethany, I believe, with all of his disciples, and they get the news that Lazarus dies, and he waits a few days to go visit him, and everyone's like, oh, why are you waiting? And they go visit him, and I'm not going to spoil it, but Jesus does a miracle, <laughs> and um, so they go there, and then everyone gets really angry at him, and once again, I'm not going to spoil it, but something bad happens to the main character of the story. <gasps> Oh, no. So, um, yeah, get ready for John chapter 11. Go ahead and read it with us. Okay, so I'll read the first segment, and then when I'm done, I'll just say I'm done, and then somebody else can keep going. <laughs> it's fine. It happens all the time. Um, okay, one time my cousin literally called me in the middle of me doing one. I was like, you never call me out of all the times. Why now? Anyways, okay, John chapter 11. This is verse 1. Now a man named and this is Finley. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary, and her sister Martha. Um, the, oh, so the, wait. This is Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick. It was the same one who poured the perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent a word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When God uh, heard this, Jesus said, "When he heard this, no one. When he heard this, Jesus said." The sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So he heard Lazarus was sick. He stayed there. Um, he stayed where he was two more days. And then he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Ju- um, Judea. But Rabbi, they said, A short while ago the Jews tried to stone you, and yet you are going back? I know Ellie really wanted to read this next part, so this is Ellie. Oh, Ellie. Aren't there 12 hours in a day, Jesus answered. If anyone walks during the day, he doesn't stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks during the night, he does stumble because the light, of, the light is not in him. He says, he says this, and then he told them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am on my way to wake him up. Then the disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will get well. Jesus, however, was speaking about his death, 
but they thought he was speaking about natural sleep. Oh, you know what? Okay, this is Eden. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I am glad I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Then Thomas, also known as Didymus, <laughs> said to the rest of the disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. By the way, Didymus, Didymus was right, because I listen to my Bible also when I read it, and that's how they pronounce it. Good job, Eden. Yeah, Good job, Eden. Thomas the twin. Yeah, that's yeah, what mine says. That's what mine says. Mine says Thomas Colt. Mm-hmm. That's sick. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay this is, um, <laughs> okay, this is Emma, <laughs> um, verse 17. When Jesus arrived, he found that that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, less than two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother. As soon as Martha heard about Jesus, that Jesus was coming, she went to him, but Mary remained seated in the house. Then Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been there, my brother wouldn't have died. Yet even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Here you go. Where are we? Verse uh, 23. Three. You had it. I was, I just blocked it. Okay. Your brother will rise again, Jesus told her. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I'm the, resu- the resurrection of life. The one who believes in me, even if he dies, will live. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she told him. I believe you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who comes into the world. Someone else want to read? Who was true? That's the end of, like, that section. Yeah. Um, when she said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying... Saying in pri- Sorry, it, like, split the word right yeah, there. Yeah. Saying in private, the teacher is here and calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not come, had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, um, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, spirit, oh wait, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus, oh, I want to read this verse. Verse 35, Jesus wept. I just really wanted to read that. Okay, just sorry. Do you want to keep reading or just somebody else want to? Okay. Okay, uh, this is Eden. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not be, could, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Okay. You can just read to him. It was 38, right? Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is...
There is a bad odor, for he has been there for four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? We're in verse 41. So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may, may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off your grave clothes and let him go. So, who wants to read verse 45? Verse 45. Yes. Therefore, many of the Jews who came to Mary and saw what he had, he did believed him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus, Jesus had done. So the chief priests and the Pharisees cov- convented, convened, convened, oh wow, that was sad. Um, <laughs> this, uh, did, yeah, I don't either. Sanhedrin? Sanhedrin? Yeah. And we're saying, um, what are we going to do since this man is doing many signs? If we let him go on the, on like this, everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take take away both our place and our nation. Okay. Verse 49. Okay. I said for you. Anyway, for, uh, this is Emma. Verse 49. One of them, I'm just going to guess, uh, Caiaphas, who was a high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all. You're not considering that... Th- Mm. You're not considering that it is to your advantage that one man should die for the people rather than the whole nation perish. He did not say this on his own, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation, and not and not for the nation only, but also to unite the scattered children of God. So from that day on, they plotted to kill him. Okay. I'll read. Oh. oh I don't no, care. It's fine. I'll read. Okay. Wait, what verse are you? 54. 54. Wow, Abigail, you're not following. I'm kidding. <laughs> this is Abigail. Um, Jesus, therefore, no longer walked openly among the Jews, but went from there to the region near the wilderness to a town called Ephraim. And there he stayed with the disciples. Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and many went up from the country of Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. They were looking for Jesus, saying to one another as they stood in the temple, What do you think? And that he will not come to the feast at all. Now the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that if anyone knew where he was, he should let them know so that they might arrest him. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so whenever we um, talked about this at church on Sunday, the uh, Pastor Rick had three points, like three main points. And he talked about, like, number one, how the crowd sees Jesus, like, as a celebrity ticket. And um, and the Pharisees see... Do we, well, do we want to, like, say that point and then, like, talk about what yeah. it means? Okay. So. 
we didn't read all of the yeah, things that say, go along. Let me yeah. say, so pretty much afterwards, I don't want to keep reading because we've already read a lot. Yeah. But, it's so, difficult. you know what, yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty basic to summarize. Um, if you haven't read the story, read John chapter 12, and this will make a lot more sense. But if you have, just quick summarization. Jesus comes into the town, and people grab palm branches and are waving it, so saying, like, Hosanna, Sunday. Hosanna. Like, which that's why it's called palm. Save us. Yes, which means please save us. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. Um, I thought it was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, basically, like, everybody had heard everything about he, about what he did. So, like Pastor Rick said, they saw him as a celebrity ticket. Does anybody want to say? Uh, she can continue, like, saying all the points. Yeah. If you want. Number, like, two and three? Yeah. Okay. After she's going. After she's going. No, she can go hold it for her. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, basically, what he talked about whenever he said it was a celebrity ticket was, like, they, like, missed his mission and, like, totally kind of, like, missed the point. Like, they they just expected that Jesus would, like, meet the expectations of that they had but rather like not talking or like not relying on his timing mm-hmm. you know so, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay so um okay. basically it's kind of what maybe said yeah i feel like the people were really looking for because back then like the romans hated the jews and so the romans no no, no sorry Go, keep going i'm sorry the romans were going against the jews and so then it was kind of like they thought that Jesus was coming as kind of like a, like a king, or a fighter, and it's really cool to see how like he he was so gentle and like he could have picked like the best horse or the best armor to wear, but he picked like this little donkey to ride in on and like he humbled himself. Yeah, he humbled himself. Great, great point, Ellie. Yeah, that's Jesus. Um, I wanted to say like what maybe was saying was God wasn't there to like satisfy everyone's like heart desires, but like to complete His mission of like dying on the cross like not there to yeah. satisfy everybody um so wait can I, can I um so from his thing i just wrote down oh this is lucia um jesus did not satisfy their sinly desires so they went against him and crucified him yeah and it's just like people change well, when they're People change when their fleshly desires are not met. Right, like you said, it's crazy that how on, like, let's call it Monday or whatever, their Sunday, Sunday, they were like, Hosanna, like, save us, you're awesome, you're a celebrity ticket. And Friday they were yelling, crucify him. Like, you know, it's so crazy. crucifying him, but also letting free a, like, huge serial killer so they could crucify him. Right. Have you guys? Yeah. Yeah. You were looking at me funny. Yeah, Barabbas. Yeah, this point that I read in it, that like about that, it was their perspective changed from Hosanna to crucify him because he did not fulfill their fleshly desires. Um. So, yeah. Like, their sin was blinded by their bitterness in their hearts. That's what Mr. Rick said, and it, like, stood mm-hmm. out to me so much. Like, I think we do that, too, though. Yeah. Like, when we want something, we kind of, like, our parents are like, hey, you can't have that. But then you're like, I want that so bad. So then... It blinds you from, like, what you're doing, like, what you're supposed to do, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Something he said was, something he said was that um, he was glad that they, their perspective changed so that Jesus could die because because he died was for our sins so that we could have eternal life with him. And so that's something to be that we should be thankful for is that Jesus died for us so we have we could have eternal life with him forever. Right. Am I missing? I feel like I can't see you behind me.
Come on, Finn. Okay, so, um, this is Emma. And, yeah, I think I definitely think that sometimes, like, we can put ourselves, like, first, you know? And I feel like this is what the Jews were doing, right? Because they knew about the Messiah, but they were just focusing on so much what they wanted. And we were talking about wants and needs the other night in our Bible study, I think. Mm -hmm. And they were really just focusing on their wants, right? Because they needed the Messiah, but they were too, like, wanting something so bad that they weren't, you know, like, they weren't seeing what Jesus was actually trying to yeah. do. They were focusing on the kingdom of this world, not the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. um, when, when, like, Beautiful. this topic is over, I have a question. Okay. Um, Who had something to say? Us, I was going to say, our true heart's desires were not aligned with God's desires. Like, yeah. yeah. When they're not aligned with God's desires. Yeah. God's desires. So, this is kind of changing the subject, but it's about um the Pharisees and, you know, oh, Mr. Rick... Yeah, Mr. Rick, like, pointed out, like, you know, the Pharisees see Jesus as competition, you know, and, like, jealousy is powerfully evil. Like, jealousy can do some bad things, and my mom has always told me that jealousy is the thief of joy. Didn't we talk about this yesterday? Like, if you're Maybe. in a conversation with someone and, like, someone else... Oh, yeah, avoid how to avoid temptation. Like, if you know that you're going to get jealous, yeah. just avoid the situation. And, like... Yeah, it was, and it, I was saying, like, you can't let the voice of the enemy be louder than the voice of our God. Um, but, yeah, and basically, wait, wait, I lost where I was. Does anything, anybody else have anything to say? I have a question. Okay. So, um, maybe someone will be able to answer it for me. It's in verse 49, it's like when all of the, all the Pharisees are talking about, like, smack about Jesus. Um, but one of them, something, something, who, yeah, yeah, that, that name, um, who was high priest that year said to them, you know nothing at all, nor do you understand that it is better for one man to, for, for you that one man should die for the people, not that the whole nation should perish. He did not say this of his own accord. But being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation. So is he like on the? He's on the right side of things, right? Like in the right mind. Or like, yeah. I definitely. I think it. You know, he's it in several ways. You know, it could have been he was on one side, and then it was like conviction in the moment, and like he was like, okay, this is very wrong. Okay, I think I think it is because on. After that, it says, and not for the nation, but also to gather into one ch children of God who are scattered abroad. Yeah. That, that that rhymes. Rhymes. <laughs> one, the children of God who are scattered abroad. <laughs> it, it also me like what I want to know like what motivated his heart to say that. Like yeah. was it like what were his intentions Maybe on saying that? Was it just to be like. Yeah, yeah, like, was it God, or was him, I don't know. Like, it's I want to know what his motivations were. It probably just hit him at that moment. Yeah. That what they were doing well, was wrong. Well, he prophesied that earlier that year. Wait, is that the guy, like, okay, this is, like, back to the movies where, like, he's standing there, and he's talking to the guys about, like, whether they should crucify Jesus or like, not? Yeah. Watch the Chosen. Oh. Sorry, guys. Does anybody have anything to say? Okay. Um. Okay. 
Yes, this is Mady. Um, and something that I just wrote down, actually I have two things. But like I wrote down like they couldn't con- the Pharisees couldn't convince the people because like God was with Jesus and like they they weren't I guess I don't really know how to say this, but like they weren't uh <laughs> Yeah, they weren't like on the right side, I guess, or like I don't really know how to say that, but Yeah. And then like and their heart was in the wrong place, but like also like we can be guilty of that as well. Like I never thought that like oh I was always like oh yeah those Pharisees are like so bad because they're like jealous but like also like that's something that I feel like a ton of people struggle with and so it's like yeah it is and like yeah um I wouldn't say I've ever been jealous of God I don't think but I've definitely like been jealous of Christ like people just for the fact that they're like so Christ like so. Um, I feel like that's a better way to apply it to our current lives. Yeah. Okay. Who's Emma? Um, oh, yeah. I think a lot of times we're like, how could these people not know, like, the disciples and stuff? I, like, remember there was this one disciple, I think it was Timothy, who, like, second-guessed if, like, Jesus, like, came into that room and, like, lit the fire over their heads that, like, he made Jesus come and see it, you know? I feel like we were always like, how could they not have believed him? But, like, like we... Yeah. Like, God gives us so many signs, it's like, how can yeah. we not believe And it's crazy, because, like Lucia and Mady said, we are guilty of the same thing. So, I, that stuck out to me. Yeah. Um, I want to say something that happened to me today. We're um, hanging door hangers for um, a church that we're partnering with here. And I was just like, when I was walking up to a house, I was like, God, like, please bring me somebody. Like, I just want to talk to them and pray for them. And then not even, like, five minutes later, uh, like, yeah. got, like, me and Mady saw somebody, and we went and prayed with her. But, like, in the, yeah, in the moment, I didn't think about it. But I was like, how do you, like, not, like, when we were talking about it tonight, it just, like, brought me chills. I was like, that was totally God, like, five minutes later. Right. That just, like, brought me. Here you go, Kaylee. It's Kaylee. Um, and last year, um, around Easter, I wasn't really strong in my faith, faith. And so I was like, well, the Pharisees are, like, really bad and all that. But the Bible says that. All sins are equal, right. and so that's a great part of the Bible. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, I was gonna say something about like when we see people, it's so crazy how I remember like our mission trip leader was like, "Okay, we're gonna go witnessing today," and me and like people looked at each other and we were like, like teeth chattering, like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, this is so scary." But like today, like after yesterday, we did it a few times, felt great. And then today we were literally on our way to a bathroom at a park and we see this lady walking by and we don't even have a gift card to give her like we usually did. And we were able to just walk up to her and still be like, hey, anyway, we can pray for you today. Like we're out in the community, you know, caring through prayer. And it was just so cool because it's like you don't need a gift card to do that. You don't need to be in anywhere special. You can just be on a random way and you can say, hey, that person doesn't look too busy. I can pray for them really quick. Yeah, it gives me like a lot more confidence to like want to do something like that in Georgia. Um, yeah, just, like, go out with a couple people. Mm-hmm. Even maybe buy, like, $5 gift cards if, yeah. if you yeah. want to. Yeah. And just... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be, like, if you're rich. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can really just do anything to yeah. pray for people. Uh-huh. Right. Like, I don't... I feel like... Oh, sorry. I just, yeah. like, like, oh. I'm just gonna say something really quick. I feel like... I mean, you could do something like a little, like a fundraiser, 
like people around the church would like love to do stuff like that. And I thought yeah. that's just like if a. You, like, wanted, you could even do like a this is just like a random thought I had. You could do like a lemonade stand. Take the money you get from the lemonade stand, give it to the church. Each person that buys lemonade, you ask how you can pray for them and do the whole thing that we've been like carrying with prayer, stuff like yeah, that. Um, just want to say like how nervous we were to like share the gospel and then go like and do it. But then like when you go out and you actually did it, like we put people in tears because they were, like, so happy that we were out there sharing through prayer and, like, that we prayed for them. And right. that is just so cool to see. Yeah, yeah it is. I was so scared to do the, like, gospel Yeah. Well, it is crazy how you can put someone in tears because especially where we are, I'm not saying, just so people that haven't been in here, we're not saying where we are just because, I don't know. Yeah. Just, yeah. Anyways, but where we are is, like, a very... The people, it's a very broken place, and the people are very shut down into themselves and don't really want, like, me and Emma went up to, that mean that there's not good people right, exactly, yeah. exactly, right, which is amazing, well, even, yeah, it is, even me and Emma the other day went up to this lady, and we were like, hey, you know, anyway, we can pray for you, and she, I, I may have mentioned this yesterday, but she grabbed her pulse, purse, pulled it to her, and, like, as if we were gonna, like, steal from her or something, mm-hmm. Um, which is understandable, like, it is a scary world today, but, and she was like, um, no, thank you, and I still was like, hey, I'd love to bless you, like, here's a Chick-fil-A gift card, and she goes, I'm so proud of you girls, and it was almost like, we didn't just give up because she stood off, you know, we were like, well, we at least want to, you know, leave you with this, it's just, courage can change the whole situation. Yeah, and when we were doing this, like, even, like, praying for yourself, like, God, give me this courage, then, like, your whole mindset, your whole, like, heart's desire isn't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it changes. Yeah. It's, like, you're filled not even by man. You're filled with God. And so, like, your heart is just, like, so strong. Mm-hmm. You know what um, I found interesting? Which this is kind of random. But we went up to a few people, like, a second time. It was, like, after a different group had already gone through and we didn't know. <laughs> and they were, like, more interested when yeah. there was, like, a yeah, and then there was also this old man, and um, it's it's weird, like, when they see more people doing it, they're like, oh, wow, there's, like, a thing going on. Yeah, well, and this one lady literally said to us, is this real? And it's sad that they have to say that in a world today, is that what you are going to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she literally said, is this real? Because then it's just so sad that they even have to ask that. Well, I said sad, but, like, I never... That's true. Yeah, but exactly, that's what I'm saying, like, the fact that we have to be serious yeah, yeah. in the first place, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, this is accent, <laughs> since we're on the topic of giving, I know we were just talking about, like, people getting emotional and stuff, but I want to say, there's a quote that I love, and it's, you never know the joy of giving until you give back. I love that, but I also want to say it can relate to us even talking to people, just giving other people, like, from what we know about God's Word and stuff and seeing how they react to what we've given, even, like, the right. gift cards and stuff. Although that's kind of an incentive. Maybe some people just took that because they heard it. But, I mean, it's still just trying to trying see. To, you never know when it's going to yeah. impact them. Yeah, never know. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say that, like, you never know, like, um... 
one guy we're working with, he said that, like, this family got a door hanger, like, two years prior before they even went to the church. Mm-hmm. And but so, they were, went to the church because of the door hanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went to the church because of the door hanger. And, like, even, like, smiling. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I think we're kind of past this topic. But, <laughs> um, this is Eden. yes, this is Eden. <laughs> um, this one lady that I think it was Addison that taught, went up to her and started talking to her. She was sitting there with her dad and, um, she just like, they were just sitting there. So Addison went up to her and started talking to her about, um, what we were doing and asked if we could pray for her. And she just started like, she was like, God, like, I'm about to cry. Like, this is so sweet that you guys are doing this. And then she's like, can I give you guys a hug? And so we prayed, and um, we offered her the gift card. And she was like, no, say this for somebody who needs it. So I think that's just, like, awesome that. And it shows the good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the giving, it makes them feel so good that they want to give and that they want to give. It's really cool. Yeah, and the next, uh, the... It's a chain. The, after that lady that we talked to and her, her dad, um, went to the next person, and she also told us to give the gift card to somebody else, but we still gave it to her. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I hate to shut it down now, but it's been 30 minutes, which is crazy. 30? There's just so much going to say. She just touched my foot. We'll do it. We'll finish this, but it's already been 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yep, it is. It's a good topic. I know, it really is. (laughs) Um, Well, we will see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Hear Me Out podcast today. Um, Don't forget that you can send in your own questions to my email, fins.here.com dot me dot out at gmail.com and I can answer your questions too and I want to give a huge shout out to PodServe and their team for making this podcast happen and thank you guys so much for listening you guys are so awesome see you guys next time